Brain Candy Podcast, episode 481. Are you still um, reeling from this New Year intoxication? New Year, same old me. <laughs> right, you know, same old shit. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not making any predictions. I'm, yeah. I'm fi- That's what I'm going with. My goal, fine. And, you know, because I, I got such a nice little head start in the end of the year with just, like, getting more in touch with my body again, being more committed to working out. And just really what it did is I gave myself a routine. So I, I, you know, I feel pretty good and I'm like rolling that routine. Hey, that is all you need to be feeling. Yeah. So life is good with the exception, (laughs) Susie, me, I, Sarah, am a peaceful, like little... I, I like like I think of it as like the lotus flower. Yeah, it's like above the muddy pond, mm. but also in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> what Somehow. seems to be the problem, Sarah? Well, so on the last episode, yeah, I was like, I have nothing to complain you were about because things are so nice. Why do I do this to myself? It's always like right around the first of the year. I should just stay really pessimistic around the beginning of the year because things took a dark turn. Things took a real dark turn. Mm -hmm. No joke. Like 24 hours after that episode comes out or I, or we talk about it, whichever very soon. I hear a very familiar noise. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Was it a splish splash? It was a splash splash, Susie. It was a splashing, and it was a splashing, oh, and no. I was having a none of it. And let me tell you, I learned the, the great thing is like you know my mom always says that the universe gives you lessons oh. over and over, and if you don't learn how to respond, like if you keep, it's like uh, if you keep using the same old equation. It, and not getting the right answer, the universe is like, oh, well, here, I'll, I'll let her Keep try trying. it again. Yeah. Keep trying. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently I needed to learn a few more lessons <laughs> about what to do when there's a flood. <laughs> what happened this time? Same. I don't. Okay. I do not know what is going on. Yeah, I'm I really worried about my upstairs neighbors. <laughs> Someone needs to check on them. Like, for real. I, I don't know if I need to, like... I don't know how to help them, really. Like, and their water bill must be through the roof. Well, actually, it is through the roof. It's through my roof. That's exactly where the water bill is going. Literally, literally, because I don't know. They went out of town. It was oh, probably midnight. I well, that's what they always say. Oh, but I and I do think that they go out of town because it was Christmas and it was this was Christmas, no joke, like Christmas Eve. It was, yes, it was the night before, oh, it was the night before, it was Christmas Eve Eve. That's terrible. Yeah, so they were out of town, and last time this happened, I freaked out, because I hear, like, dripping and water and the ground squishy, and I think, oh my god, this is gonna, like, in my mind it goes to, this is gonna be expensive, so I, like, freak out mostly about that. Um, and after this has happened a few times, I realized, oh, it's so nice when you don't own the place, uh, you don't have to be the one to pay for that stuff. Yeah. So I was, that is what I learned the first time. I might freak out a little more when it is my own house. 
So I'll have to learn that new lesson all over then. Um, but I was much calmer this time. And in fact, uh, I knew last time I freaked out and uh, my boyfriend was not too like, he was like, okay, can we like, yeah, like, he pulled the it, old, like, like calm down routine. Yeah. He's like, you need to like stow your crazy, for a bit, <laughs> which is to, to my words, not his, but, uh, so I did that and I was like, I'm just going to throw a bucket under this shit and I'm going to call it a night. And, uh, you know what? They're not going to take care of this for another eight hours anyway, because I remember what happened last time. So I just, uh, went to bed. It was not exactly the most restful sleep because in the back of my mind, I was like, I know that <laughs> this is going on. I put as many buckets of water as I could. They, something happened where I don't know if like some leak, whatevs, it took so long it probably took another, like, finally at 9 a.m., um, like, I get a hold of somebody because they're all gone for the holidays. And sure. everything gets rerouted to a place in, like, New York City, and then they call somebody who, I don't know, they, whatevs. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it took hours, and Would by that time, that all like, of the— Was it, like, yeah. a drip or, like, a gush? Um, it was a—it was multiple drips, it was the same situation <laughs> right. where it was called – where, like, you – and the thing is, is, like, it's dripping, but then it's dripping onto pipes that then are making the water splash everywhere. So yeah. you can't catch it. It's right. just, like, a rainstorm in the house. <laughs> and, like, the whole f- carpet is fl- – and I swear, the people before us had cats because I never smelt anything, and then it flooded the – uh, live the uh, uh, office rug, mm-hmm. and they came in with a vacuum, like one of those uh, wet vac things, and you know, mm-hmm. then a, a rug cleaner, and now it smells like cat pee. Ew! What is that about? That's I think it was okay. trapped under there. You know how it like does that? And yeah, it was put, latent, like, and then, and then like, they yes, and then they like life. reactivated it. So yeah, so basically we had uh, ha- had an air blower and like a vacuum thing running all through, and then a dehumidifier, which my plants. Hey oh, no! Could you imagine? That's a real tragedy. Right, you I'm should spraying ask them, them every to single pay day for those. Replace <gasps> those plants. No, you know what? I tried to do that last time, not with the plants, but with other stuff. And they directed me to my renter's insurance, so they can go. You're suck a big lying. One. Yeah. They said they wouldn't even give us a place to stay. Like they won't even put you up in a hotel. Renter's insurance does all of that. Can you believe that? No. What if you don't have it? No, you have to. You can't live here without it. No. How do you prove yeah. it? You have to show them your declaration yeah. page or something. Oh, yeah. wow. That's... Yeah. <laughs> my God. A nightmare. I hate big apartment trademarks. I hate them. I'm never living... I never... We're so... We're moving... Moving to the suburbs. I can't wait. Yeah. You got to get out of there. We are getting out. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> it feels like... like I'm. Uh, nobody's more excited to move to the suburbs than me. And all <laughs> of my friends think... They think it's so funny. Yeah. They're like... Uh, when they find out that I'm moving back to my hometown, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, that you're going there? Why? And Honestly, like, well, because I get it's it. so, and they're like, isn't it boring and quiet? I'm like, yes. yes. Correct. I can't wait for boring and quiet. I'm so ready. Oh, my Lord. You're going to be so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be able to, like, de-stress, and I'm just going to have space, and I'm going to be able to, like, garden, and my plants are going to be so happy. So I've got everything attached to, like, those UV lights and things that are, like, making art because who knew it was going to be, like, dark in my house in the winter. Mm. So I had to, like, bring in some artificial light. But, yeah, that's my whole, you know, big old rant on complaining. But Oh, that's awful. 
you know, it's, 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 it is what it is, but I'm trying to make the best of it and, you know, doing a lot of reading, doing a lot of, oh God, I loved our book club pick. Thank God. Cause I hated mine. Oh, you're really? going to, yeah, 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 yeah. It's so bad. Oh my I gosh, hate when that can, happens. Cause like you, you're, it's you? like the thing where we're optimistic again. <laughs> Oh, don't ever, don't be, don't do any of that. I never learn. Never learn. But you know what? That it's funny because like maybe secretly you're like the optimistic one. (laughs) That's why I'm so happy right now because you're in a bitter mood and it feels really great. Well, I'm in a bitter mood because I feel like people aren't following the rules and like the rules or like just like for real. For real. I have had it with you people. For goodness sakes. Not the brain. Don't yes. go anywhere. No, you guys are great. The public at it's, large. I know. I know because you buy our mask. Yes, that's right. So, which, by the way, if you guys don't know, works doubles as an amazing uh, hair turban for sleeping. If you have not seen me demonstrate I was going to say, you got to put the tutorial on, oh, on yeah, your Instagram. Do an IGTV uh, or something. Well, I will. Oh, you know what? That actually reminds me of something that I read recently that I wanted to share that I thought was like a perfect thing to share with Brainiacs because, but you're, this is one of those studies where it's like, yeah, duh, but it also um, is like a nice reminder. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, that the best thing for feeling sad is to learn something. I mean, that is so true. Yes. And like I sometimes I kind of forget. I think we fall out of the habit or it becomes like, like oh, my gosh, you know what? I just had like an aha moment. What? I was talking with a friend about how. There's pretty much nothing that's really good for us that when we get out of the habit of doing it isn't like so like painful and excruciating to start back up again. Yeah, that's true. Even if we love it. Mm-hmm. Reading, eating healthy, exercising, yep, taking meditating. care of your brain, meditating, mm-hmm. learning something. I know. You got to keep the momentum. That's why I'm obsessed oh, with my routines. Yes. Yeah, and that oh yeah, maybe that's it. It's like start. So you got to start step one, routine. Yeah, and then step two. Once you get that down, then add like the extra stuff of like okay, how can I boost my happiness? So this was cool. So they these guys did a study. These guys then they, they it was a picture in the 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 article of men which is so annoying so now i assume the researchers are men so that's my own gender bias in there that i have to like work through um so (laughs) yes so the these people did a study where basically they arranged it so the participants were rewarded if they were able to predict which race car so it was a race car um that and they were trying to predict which race car was going to win. And the closer they were, the more money they got paid out. And there would be different trials. Or there, there was one group where everything was kind of randomized. And if they guessed right, they got money. And so it was pretty random. Then there was another group where they set it up so that there was a li- little bit of, like, predictability or, like, the ability to kind of learn. And the group that were there was the chance to recognize patterns – was the group that was happier and the people who were able to recognize the patterns regardless of how much money they got were the happiest. Hmm. So 
you like people like recognizing patterns That's true. more than they like even be re- being rewarded with money. Right. And this is why I always said yes to doing the challenge. Why? Because I love patterns and recognizing things in the puzzles and the mm-hmm. games and the reward of figuring it out yeah. and being was and even just don't you feel like being on the challenge was a a, a puzzle in and of itself? Yes. And that succeeding in that was more. I I feel like we underestimate. Maybe you know we always ask ourselves like, why do people keep coming back who like never win money or they lose and you know yeah they get, got all their money taken away from them and they still come back. I mean, not me, even though I would have. Um, but you know, I think we underestimate how much we enjoy being the one to just solve something mm-hmm. make More sense of something so winning mm-hmm. you know yeah i would agree do you with have that. a favorite one that you won <clears throat> on there oh mm-hmm. besides the one where you beat me and won all the money <laughs> that's not my favorite at all that one's humiliating remember kenny carried me no no but like the, pu- the puzzle I think itself. that puzzle at the end you yeah. definitely won that yeah that part w- was satisfying that was a really hard puzzle is it just me or do you think that was extra hard. Susie, I think it was one of the hardest puzzles that I've ever seen in okay, the challenge. And I still, to this day, can't really recreate it. Yeah, I know what you in mean. In my mind. Yeah. You know, a lot of the other ones, I'm like, oh, yeah, you put this stack here and you put this stack here. And then you try to get that one on that one. And it's like Isn't simple because it's been done time and time again. This one was like they took a puzzle that was, you know, one of those like ancient Right. Like old, you know, better used with sticks and like, you know, little pieces of, I don't know, carved animal tusk that like somebody yeah. found. They're like figured out it was a game and then it was like lost in time I and then only brought back for this one challenge. At the time, like, what? I don't really even know what I'm saying or how it's working, but I know that it is. So don't stop. Yeah. Oh, man. Really you're so hard. smart. No, that was just like Gosh. one of those weird things. It's cool when your brain does that. Like with math a lot, that'll happen yes. where I'm like, I, I'm doing it and I know the answer, but I don't really know how. Oh, my God. You know God. what I'm saying? Well, I do because it kind of makes me think that you were in the flow. And after yeah. watching the most amazing movie, you were so right, Susie. Soul <clears throat> was so it? good. I mean, I, I didn't see exactly where it was going, but mm-hmm. I saw... Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can see what the theme... Because I told Ren I had never seen... Mm-hmm. I didn't see a single preview for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the concept was. I thought it was about jazz music. Yeah. I had no idea. So I was like, oh, my God, this is so cute. And so I was, like, crying already because I was like, look at the representation. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. The same way I did when I saw uh, Wonder Woman, the first one, and the second one. So annoying. But they're not even great that that great of movies. I just ball my freaking eyes out because I'm like, oh gosh, little girls are going to be able to play in a different way. I mean, that's uh, you know. true. That is exciting. Yeah. So, but Soul really did it for me. And uh, you know, the the way they they talked about being in the flow and how you kind of go to that like other dimension, the magical place. I like how the they framed it place. as like the in the in between Earth and the spiritual world. Because that yes. is what it feels like. Yes. Where you're and, oh in both God. at the same time. And my, I, if my mom sees that, she's going to be like, well, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like anybody, it, it does such a good job of visually representing what that like in between space is. And even the comments about, oh my gosh, first of all, if you guys haven't seen this movie, just, like I'm not even spoiling it because I can't, it's impossible to spoil this movie. Mm-hmm. Just go see it. It's even if you know every single thing that happens, it's still the cutest and you'd still be like bawling your eyes out. So great. Um, but I feel like even the things that they said about how what we're seeing is just a visual manifestation of what your brain needs to see to feel comfortable. I'm mm-hmm. like, they're saying that in a kid's movie. I'm dying. I know. And it really does line up with science and math and like, you know, exactly what I saw in my eyes when I did DMT. So that's what made me really happy was that the film was addressing these really big existential ideas yes but that we can all understand and we all recognize immediately i love oh. that there was not a kid in it like the kid oh. wasn't you know there's not a kid there wasn't as a like kid the in main it. you're right character, and i love that yeah oh and, my gosh that's so great and they were like doing what the mystics do like <sighs> a, like showing how music and um <laughs> God um, and math and your brain are all connected. Yes. And, but they made it um, understandable for young brains. It's just really beautiful. Young young brains and old brains. Mm -hmm. All my clients are getting prescribed this movie. Yeah. It's It's essential viewing. It's essential. And there's a scene where they're talking about (laughs) being disconnected from yourself and disconnected from you know your life force and being like a lost soul Mm -hmm. and when anxiety and depression and worry takes over and there's a scene where you're inside like a lost soul's mind and if i haven't been there if people like that was so oh i could cry just thinking about it Mm -hmm. and it's like yes that's what it feels like and for people to see that and then know this is how you get out, oh, it just does it to me. It's like if if people just see that and Inside Out, we're like, okay, there we go. There's our lesson on emotion. That is right. When I watched it, I said to myself, this is my Inside Out because I felt like yeah. Inside Out really spoke to the way you understand the world and human behavior and stuff. And yeah. for me, this was that it was my language for understanding the world. <sighs> I could not pull myself together. Like, Sue's the music I part. Mess. I couldn't stop thinking about you. <laughs> it was so good. I was like, I need to get a grip here. No. Tell me what really did it for you. <clears throat> um, the What you just said about how all that stuff that gets in the way, depression, anxiety, etc., and mm-hmm. how y- you know you can be your own worst enemy. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, you know, anybody that's having depression or anxiety right now, which is everyone, mm-hmm. might appreciate the message and the realization that the beauty of the world is all around you if you want it. Yes. And the, th- yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That was a really beautiful <laughs> reminder that we have to, like, stop and take time to recognize those little things that are beautiful. And, you know, routine is so important 
but routine without awareness Mm -hmm. without intention without intention Mm -hmm. because they even said that Mm -hmm. oh my god this movie is so smart now i'm remembering a whole whole bunch of stuff from it that that being in the flow can can be so great but you can get lost in it Mm -hmm. because you can be distracted from other things or get lost in in what that is and oh man it's just so and yeah, it's so beautiful. It was made. profound. It was. It really, really was. I was. Oh my god! I was like, ball, like, and then Ren afterwards was like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No, these, <laughs> I am not. These are just. I'm like, these are just happy tears. I'm like, and sad tears. They're just tears. It's like, moving. It is. It was so moving. It's just so beautiful that 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 can be conveyed in a way that is a message I feel like any age can understand. And it's. Yeah. I think it's it's. You know, I use a lot of metaphors when I work with clients and to just because it's so helpful. And I feel like this entire movie served as one and it was like, you know, helped show like, oh, this is what that is. Oh, when you meditate, mm-hmm. this is like where you go. That's oh, right. the guy twirling the sign on the corner is also <laughs> in a meditative trance, <laughs> meditative trance. And maybe our uh, uh, rubric or like, you know, for for what happiness is or what, you know, success is, is just like wrong or mm-hmm. everybody's is different. And what makes everybody like the, the spark that like brings you joy is different for everybody. That's and right. the personalities. I was like, Oh my God, this is so funny. And so like our podcast will love this. Yeah. I mean, I've heard so, so many people say that it's just amazing um, yeah. on social media. Yes. I was thinking about, you know, stress and things like that lately only because I keep having conversations about it. And sometimes as a therapist, I wonder, this is more like me asking you questions now, like the tables are turning. So sometimes I think that I have like, I have a really, really high awareness Mm -hmm. of the things that are happening to me. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, do you think the awareness of something like stress makes stress work, which is worse stress or the awareness of stress. And like, mm. if we're aware of it, does it make it great worse Gosh. or like, cause there are people who are like, Oh yeah, no, I, I'm not. Is there a correct answer it. to this? No, I don't oh. think so. I don't know. This is me that I'm hoping maybe you know. Cause I'm wondering like how stressed am I really? If I'm just aware you know, the same way I told you, you know, I'm super aware when I, my immune system is working mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, it's fighting off a cold right now. And I, yeah, I can tell, right. I like know when it's going to work. Like when you I say, you feel. know, the moment you ovulate and all that stuff. I do the second. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, there it is. I, d- I knew this month too. It was on the right. And right. Uh, yeah. So I feel like, do I just have a high awareness but a low level, how can you even measure your own stress level? How do I not know the answer to this? <laughs> do you think it makes it worse to be very aware of it? Uh, you know, I think it's all, maybe it's kind of like the the hangnail or like the, the fold in your sock. Mm-hmm. And like if you're not, if you just like carry on with your day and you just go... But then is it like ignoring, because I'm in the, I'm in the business of not ignoring signals of stress. And those are like, right. like things that we, like we need to de-stress. And I kind of see it as 
as more like a tank of hormones of like we have to empty the tank and the way we empty the tank is by countering that with like the good stuff but maybe like my i can read the tank when like I'm like, the tank is, there's stuff in the tank when yeah. it's only at like 5% full when maybe, everybody else are like, oh, what's up? Maybe the difference is between like awareness and making it your focus. Mm. I don't know. Cause it seems like yeah. if you start focusing on it, then you know how that is. Like if you have a paper cut and then you think about it. Okay. Awareness without action. Yeah. Okay. That sounds therapisty. <laughs> look at that awareness without action is is there's probably is some saying like that awareness without action is blah 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 yeah like it probably it just come up with a good thought for feels like it increases the suffering i don't know yeah yeah because then you're aware and then choosing oh absolutely okay this is good because i was having this kind of thought with myself of like should i just kind of like Ignore, Ignore the yeah. stress. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes you have to. Yeah. Like, That's I, interesting. I know that we're supposed to always be in the moment or whatever, but sometimes. Right. And it's more for like little things that maybe I worry about that I shouldn't. Like, you know, I think I'm just getting older and I always think, oh my God, all my hair is falling out. But it's not all falling out. I have like a ton of it. But Do you it's feel like I'll get- stressed right now? Not right this second, but I mean. No, not really. But okay. then I think, oh my God, is my uh, is it that I'm stressed and I'm like breaking out and and like you know like I feel like, but that could that just maybe I'm just like wearing a mask a lot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I damn, yeah, that'll do it. So and then it's like maybe I'm looking at those unnecessary things and drawing unnecessary like conclusions because I don't feel stressed. Well, that's great. Yeah. So that's what's kind of my question. Like, if you don't feel it, like, where, what, how does one know? How do I, you know? I'm stressed enough for the both of us. Yeah. How do you know? <clears throat> um, I have uh, physiological uh, responses, you know, like my heart races all day. Oh, yeah. It's not healthy. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I have that too. And then I can be like. Your heart races? Well, not all day, but every now and then. And then I'll, I'll get like this wave of anxiety that comes from absolutely nowhere. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh my God, I'm really, I'm really worried. What? But usually I, I, I just, I have to like say, well, you know, there's, there's, you could be worried about this and this. What can you do right now? Okay. Nothing right now. And then that's it. But then. I was like breathing into a paper bag before we even called each other today. Oh my gosh. Me too for some reason. No. Maybe we're just out of practice about this. <laughs> no, I get like that every time. It's me too, but almost me too. No, not really. Wait, Maybe why sometimes. do you? Oh my gosh. Are we breaking up? No. I <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine? No, it's more like um like uh you're about to go on stage. Oh that's like that's that. A good, or like a roller coaster is about to start. Okay. That makes like, me feel like better that. about it. And also more like um do I have everything prepared? Yeah. And you know me, it's like I have the same exact feeling before I walk into every single classroom. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited about what we're going to talk about today. I can't wait to raise my hand. Shit, where the fuck did I put my homework? Right. It's like that. Okay. And usually I don't even think about that until five minutes before I walk into class, which is like, you know, not the right way to be. So huh. this is basically just like Sarah's therapy session that we're having on air. <laughs> that you're that giving totally or you're receiving? Receiving. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're kind of like uh, walking me through right here. You know, just I was just thinking about stress and thinking about how different people, you know, are aware of it and handle it. And because we talk about it a lot on here, but sometimes there are those words that we say, but we don't really know, like how we know we feel them. Mm -hmm. You know, and oh, I know what got me thinking about it. Because I watched that documentary, The Vow. Oh, did you? Yes. And there was this, oh my God, yes. There was this, I've, I'm only into episode three. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And um, I hear there's a lot of volleyball. <laughs> there is a lot of volleyball, <laughs> which I have a theory on. What? And the, the guy who. So this is about the cult, the like sex yes. branding weirdness. Cult. Nexium. Nexium. Yes. That was started by this guy named Keith Ramiri or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or Rainier. Rainieri or something like that. And uh, he's probably like 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, oh. And he really wants everybody to play volleyball. And I think, and he's like teaching everybody lessons. Oh, like, God. I think that's, that is. How can a guy that wants everyone to play volleyball be, run a successful cult? It, it's so weird, but it may, it, you could see it as soon as you, he has this kind of like, <clears throat> I'm super smart. Yeah. I hate and those then, guys. and he's also, oh, he's like the hugger who kisses everybody on the lips. Ew. Yeah, you got to see it. I, I don't know why I resisted for a while. Yeah. I don't know why. Because I thought I had like, I'm like, I heard about this. I listened to the the um, uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Sarah, shout out Sarah, uh, who's an excellent quarantiner, by the way. She always follows all the rules. I just love her. <laughs> yeah. I know because she, when her. they're my friends and I'm like, I can't see them. I'm like, good. Good on you. Yeah, so there right. You go. I know what you mean. I like that. Um, so I gotta give credit where credit's due. Uh, so she was like, you have to see this. And I did. And he definitely is, you could see why he, it, it comes off as him like having this, he calls it technology. Mm-hmm. Like I have, I like, he, he plays it off. Like he's hacked the human brain. Like he know it's just this simple. The thing I'm like super, I'm annoyed with a bunch of stuff that he does, but with that, he takes these concepts that are con- like um, elements of some like uh, yeah, they're uh, rooted therapy in truth. models. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I told Ren, I'm like, this technology, that's like the cognitive triangle. Mm-hmm. I talked to you about that months ago. That's what that is. Let me show you how your feelings, behaviors, and actions are all connected. Blah, right. blah, blah. But guess what? I don't make you pay $10,000 to get yeah, that that's what in they all one do. lump that's sum. That's what Scientology then hold, does too. Right? Mm-hmm. And hold the secrets and say, well, I'll tell you about what happens with those feelings. And that's awful. I'm like, no, you get that in session one with me. Yeah, it's just like that. And it's set up so they hold on. They, they're different levels that you have to reach and then you become the teacher who does it and then i think people have to like pay for sessions with people to it's essentially what it sounds so similar to scientology yeah so similar and in the first few episodes they do those what that wonderful thing that cult documentaries do where Mm -hmm. they make you go 
I don't see what the problem is. I yeah. worry that I could join this. Like, Ren was like, mm, so far this is sounding like a good executive leadership program. I'm Truly, like, mm, that's, that's what it gets you. That's what it feels like when you learn about Jonestown. I mean, oh, they man. had a beautiful um, origin of wanting equality, racial harmony. Um, I mean, it was mm. it was a great sounding thing. But then, you know. Then Do you not. think that we will see a rise in cults? Gosh, I I don't. Hmm. I feel like the... It's kind of like I feel about the internet in general. Like, the digital world has made it easier to debunk things, but it mm-hmm. has also made it easier to spread lies. And I feel mm-hmm. like cults are in this category of, like, you would think that would make it so people would realize, oh, this is a scam or, oh, this is a cult. But in other ways, it makes it easier for the cult to sort of brand themselves as like, yeah, Great. operate. Yeah. So I guess it could go either way. You know, it's like, and can you remind me where the line, like, where is the line? Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain elements that, that make things <clears throat> a cult. Right. Well, there is no like official measure. That's what makes mm-hmm. it really complicated. And that's why uh, scholars tend to call them new religious movements. Because uh. it's sort of like, this is new. It's outside. It's not a sect, which would be an offshoot of an existing religion. Mm. It, and a sect can turn into a cult. But a cult is separate and independent from, you know, anything else. There's usually a charismatic leader. They're very controlling they require like a lot of secrecy and um, devotion from the members, stuff like that. Like we see I mean, the patterns, but we don't have an official like, here's yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, and just your description of that makes me think that we're like a nation primed for people who are seeking connect, like yeah. that, this, that would, it would make people, time like this would make people very susceptible to that. When I feel like like disconnected, the, you know, the, the decrease in people going to traditional religion, Mm -hmm. like churches and stuff means that a lot of people are wandering around looking for meaning. Yes. And so that can lead to a lot of feeling, you know, with conspiracy theories too, you see that where people want to feel like they're, they know something that not everyone else knows and that they're like an insider of a community and a group. And so, cults well, if this and- isn't fo- that connects it to the thing I was saying about the best thing for feeling sad is to learn something. Mm-hmm. That if you're like, oh my God, this is the answer. the answer. It was all this simple. Yeah. And you're and you're more interested in that and recognizing the patterns mm-hmm. than even the wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I get it. I understand why people get sucked into it, but it's real sad, especially like the conspiracy. Yeah theory stuff now you know like my mom said she's not getting the vaccine stuff like that oh for oh no that's scary (laughs) i know i mean what do you say i i you can't fight you don't you don't say anything i just assumed i said mom you're not getting the vaccine are you and she's like oh no i'm against vaccines wow so well i'm pro 
I am pro as well. I would so take it in my eyeball. That yeah. The, we had that doctor on. I forget her last name, but her name's Nina, and she was one of the authors I interviewed. And I read a tweet where she said she would take it in her eyeball if it was offered to her right now. And that's like yeah. a doctor saying that. Okay. Yeah. Doctor. <laughs> right. And ever since we had Larry Brilliant, shout out to Larry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Brilliant. Uh, I I feel like that. It, it just really not, I didn't need any more convincing. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like it really drove home just how not simple, but how effective mm-hmm. things can be if people are on board and how yeah. important that is. Right. And how not being on board makes things really not effective. Right. But, well, and if you have yes. sort of reputable organizations or people that everyone sort of agrees like we can trust them but we don't have that right now like politicians organizations yes yeah so i'm saying cults man i didn't i didn't even mean to talk about that but that was like you know i i I gotta watch that series but i know is it watch it and catch yeah do you have that if not yeah i do yeah (laughs) um you know how we do that. Um, yeah, no, but catch up because I'm only on number three and then we could like watch it and then we could talk about it. And be okay. Like, oh my God, this Monet. is crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. What other crazy things did we talk about? Did I want to talk about? Um, uh, oh, this was interesting. This was just like a real quick little um, video that Ren and I saw on TikTok, aka mm-hmm. the place where we learn everything yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Ren, Ren was like, man, I've learned more on TikTok than I think I ever did in school. People should just wow, learn on here. Cool. And I was like, well, that's great, but we do need a fundamental education first. <laughs> so the reason why you can't with these, let's not just go to, to let's remember our sources and things like that. Oh, just a little Ren. reminder about, <laughs> yeah, he has to hear all those annoying things <laughs> like that. Oh, it's the worst. It really is. Um, okay. So this was this a response to um, this woman who posted something that said, and she was probably like, uh, I don't know, 17 or 18, something like that. And she was like, uh, I don't get why guys can say, why guys say that they are bad at communicating when my boyfriend can sit on his headphones and talk to people playing video games for like eight hours, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then it cuts to this guy explaining communication differences between men and women. Okay. And how, you know, one of my mom's favorite books of all time that she was always like, read this, read this, read this, read this. And it, it, I mean, men and women are very similar where there are, of course, you know, more, what do they call it? In group mm-hmm. differences than between group differences. But she always recommended the book men are from Mars, women are from Venus, just to understand communication differences and things like that. Yeah. And that again, not a one size fits all, but generally help. But this one was a reminder from there that this guy was talking about, about the phrase, or the term okay. And it, I was like, oh my God, I did not know that. And I'm so glad I do. That when m- they have two different definitions for men and for women, when you say okay, when when you say okay, what does that mean? If I say, um, uh, uh, let me think of, if you respond with okay, what does that usually indicate? Is this on text or like anything? Like even in conversation. I'm trying to think of an example. I think it usually, I, I often mean it like as in 
go on. Like, okay, I got it. Okay, so like women use it as an agreement, like yes. Yeah. Like, okay, yes. Yeah. Men use it as a affirmation that they have heard what was just said. Oh. They, and they women, may or may not agree. Correct. What? And now I've been listening for that. It totally is true. Why do they do that? I do not even know, Susie. But and how would they is, learn that? I don't know. I blow, but it's worked. It's, I've seen it on television. I've seen it in my own house. I've seen it in other couples. I was like, holy fuck. So what do they mean, though? I'm going to have to find this video and post it. But like, I know you heard me. You have ears. They mean, oh, okay. Like, but not, like it doesn't necessarily that? mean. Yes, it means copy that. Mm. But it doesn't mean, uh, yes, I agree with you doing with their lives these dumb isn't that strange and if we try to explain it when i looked ren and i watched the same video and he was like yeah and i was like oh lord yeah i'm gonna have to ask and i was like you will i'm gonna send this video so i just think these things are so interesting because and what the whole point was is this guy was trying to say we the reason why your boyfriend can talk to his friends for eight hours is because they're speaking the same language Mm -hmm. we have communication difficulties because we can't agree on a definition of okay like we don't Mm -hmm. but we don't even know that we're speaking different languages and so we have to translate everything into wait what did you mean by that what did you hear things get lost in translation (laughs) there are misunderstandings because somebody said okay and the wife was like what you agreed to do that he said no i just heard you what it's so I, – I, I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't hear it and witness it a few times enough to be like, holy crap, that is true. Men and women are separated by a common language. <laughs> yes. That's ridiculous. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's like depressing though. Because we're doomed. <sighs> we're doomed. I just wanted to be No, see, too. it's so funny. You always go to like, this is so <laughs> depressing. And I go to, this is so hopeful because it means this that we, so can le- we can, the same with our brain. When you're like, oh my God, our brain tricks them. Like, the, well, we could trick it back. Well, we can learn the language and we can, when you hear okay, go, do you agree? Or do you, you know. I'm going to do the that. that you want. Yeah. So science experiment. There okay. you go. Yes. What if, could I, do you think I could trick you into doing a, um, a prediction for 2021 against your will? Yeah. I have no, um, like, I have nothing to make you do that. I just want you to. Well, I mean, oh I don't want to talk about this, but I wrote down what Nostradamus's predictions were for this year. No! It's not good, Susie. Tell me right now. Oh, my God. You didn't see this? No. Oh, it's not good. I thought I was going to be, like, late to the party. First of all, I, it makes me feel like how accurate was he about 2020? I didn't really do a heavy research in that. <laughs> but, like, because then that would kind of predict. Um, okay. So the scariest thing uh, perhaps is some sort of hint at a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Stop it. The quote, here's what it said. It said, few young people, half dead to give a start, dead through spite. He will cause the others to shine and in an exalted place, some great evils to occur. Stat, sad concepts will come to harm each one. Temporal dignified, the mass to succeed. 
fathers and mothers dead of infinite sorrows, women in mourning, the pestilent (laughs) she-monster, the great (laughs) one to be no more, all the world to end. Well, that sounds lovely. Oh, my God. So, Sarah. uh, Yeah, they're they're saying that... uh, that that uh, it sounds like weapon to that will use to create something that will eventually uh, you know turn people to zombies. So like, I mean, my predictions are better than that. So I felt like if I just like set the bar really really low with his prediction first, yeah. You know, there I'll were also happy. more pleasant things like Earth being hit with an asteroid and a devastating <laughs> earthquake that the, he even predicted would be on the date November twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. Oh, for Pete's sake! Yeah. Do you think cli- you know and it uh, it says it's going to hit California too? I mean, he if you read that? into that by the sloping park and great calamity through the through the lands of the West and Lombardy, like San Francisco, Lombard oh, Street, no. whoa, the fire in the ship, plague and captivity, Mercury in Sagittarius, Saturn fading, which is I feel like, like Nostradamus would have really loved to play volleyball if you know what I mean. For sure, yeah, he's absolutely, that guy. yeah. And I mean, like, we're let's not, you know, read too far into that. I have different predictions. Oh, okay. so what are, what are like, yours? um, let me think. Let me think. My predictions for twenty. Oh, I predict I get a dog. Oh, that's a wonderful. Could I prediction. predict that you get a dog? Yeah, you could predict that. I think we might both be getting dogs. Yeah. One of us is definitely getting one. And then maybe we could both get pregnant. <gasps> what if? Stop it. Susie. Let's well, put that it out would be there. the best. I mean, animal, dog, dog, we'll take something to take care of. Yes. Dog person. I would love that. Aww. Well, you know what I did? It might be a sign. This might be one of the craziest things I've ever done. It's not that crazy. But I <laughs> felt the need to do this. And, um, I have never done anything like this ever in my whole life or bought something with this kind of like, like future projection. Okay. Um, I, uh, Ren gave me a a pair of uh, old school vans for Christmas, which I love so much. And so now I, and they fit perfect. And I was like, Ooh, I know exactly what size I am. Because um, there is a pair, one of my biggest, reg- I, I very rarely regret things in life, but I regret not buying a pair of the Toy Story mm. um, vans that came out probably like 10 years yeah. ago. It must be maybe six years ago, something like that. Uh, but I found them and I found them in my size and they, I hadn't, I've, I hadn't seen it in for freaking forever. And so I bid on it, and I bought it for far more than it was worth. Um, and then I went on eBay, and I found the matching little kid shoe. <gasps> and I bought the same one on no. eBay. And that was a really good deal. And it was brand new in the box. And so I bought matching oh, mommy and baby shoes. And God. I have never done anything that nuts. Or you, why would I do that? That's the only mommy and me fashion that I will support. Toy Story shoes, Suze, you're going to die. They're That's so adorable. stinking cute. And they're like perfect boy. I mean, not like I would care. I put my kid in pink shoes no matter what. But they're like light blue. They're all, it's the Andy Toys ones. 
It's mm. the cutest thing in the whole universe, and I'm just going to, like, keep them in a box. And then I just had the, the thought in my head of, like, oh, my God, what if my feet swell when they're pregnant? I don't even care. I'll just wear that <laughs> shit with no socks, and, or I'll just have to, like, find it in si- half a size uh, bigger. I didn't even think first, but let's hope I don't have that as a reaction. Oh, my God. But so maybe because that's a weird thing for me that I've never done before. And, okay. And All I mean, right. not well, too weird. To I just thought, to. like, you know, if I'm going to get it, I can't not like i mean i'll really regret it if i didn't get it now so okay basically if bands comes out with your favorite movie themed shoes you should definitely buy them and that means you're probably gonna have a baby probably so i hope let's predict that did you tell ren you bought those baby shoes or whatever kid shoes (sighs) i did not tell him what would he say if you told him I don't know. What do you think he would say? It would be like how to lose a guy in 10 days. Would it though? (laughs) I don't know. I mean. He might be real into it. What the heck do I know? He keeps signing leases with me. So, you know. (laughs) Right. Even after all the flooding, he still loves you. He still loves me. So, yeah. Even after all Maybe if you get him a pair too. Right. Then it's a family then I'm affair like, situation. You're in. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> you're in too deep now. You're in too deep. Yeah. That's He lovely. did completely unsolicited. Like mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, I was wearing my um, like Christmas jammies. Yeah. And without completely unsolicited, came out and was like, now it's Christmas time. And I was like, oh, you're the best. Because I'll never force somebody to wear them, but I'm going to like, you know. If like it's I'm going to buy encouraged. them, it's strongly encouraged, and his en- enthusiasm for it was so enjoy like uh, well, uh, appreciated. Okay. You people that do like the theme jammies, I love it. What do you do with them the rest of the year? Do you still wear them? No, you Is know what? One I, night we only? get like a month. No, it's it's. I mean, for for me, I do. It's kind of like a like a month. <laughs> I and go then all where December. do they live the rest of the year? With In the, the decorations. Box. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And then when I pull them out, it's so fun. It's like, oh, Christmas champagne. Okay. I don't know about the buying them new. I, I I have the same. It's the same one. I mean, I'm working with the same one. Well, the last two years. Yeah. You keep yeah. it sustainable. Yeah. You're not no. a lunatic. No. I'm not crazy. I'm not buying new. <laughs> well, I do I'm need like, new Where are they putting the those? They're, like, I'm worried about my jammy drawer. It'd be too full. Right. But like, I think we're assuming that kids grow out of the sizes that (laughs) they were last year. So then need new pajamas. Yeah. Yours are more long term. I'm mine more long term. And they can go with like the lights and the ornaments. Yes, we will. We did decide we are going to be switching it up for next year only because Mm -hmm. the only pair that was available last year for Ren was a size too small. And so he has kindly been... Zipping himself into a too small, too small onesie. For I bet the last you don't have any years. complaints though. Zero. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Work it. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, in a pinch, when I when I was uh, running into the to the I don't know into the kitchen or something to grab some food or like wanted to stay warm, I threw on his his onesie and I'm like, oh, this fits me perfect. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, because that'll yeah. leave you room. Like if you're gonna have a big dinner. Oh, yep, you and know. we do. It's like and the expandable it. version. Let's wind yes. it down, Sarah. Let's wind it down. Oh. We learned that Sarah's calamitous apartment strikes again. Yep, definitely. Um, no good. I don't even 
trying to remember what you said about race car predictions. Did you ever finish oh, that story? Well, we got started about well, talking about, uh, you know, why we like the challenge and things like that. Yeah. Um, about how learning something like uh, is more exciting than actually winning money. Oh, and okay, how recognizing right. patterns was more rewarding okay. than even the people who won more money. Sarah's thinking about joining a cult. I mean, you She's know. She's mulling it it's over. Not, it's mulling What are the perks? <laughs> what are the, you know. She's very open-minded, that's all. Yeah, that's it. And uh, we also learned about some really terrifying predictions, but don't you worry, none of them are probably going to come true. And Except instead, for the dogs and babies. maybe The dogs and true. babies. That'll definitely come true. But no zombies. No zombies. What if I it's really, baby zombies? About, well, Susie, that's awful. <laughs> that's awful. Stuff. I don't want that. <laughs> I'm just saying, what if? I mean, it'll definitely keep things interesting. <laughs> They'd probably be super cute. You know how, like, baby, baby tiger cubs are yes. so cute and then they grow up? Yeah. Like, or, like, cute. I watched the Grinch. Baby Grinch is kind of cute. Aww. Even though he's like, Mom, Right, monster. exactly. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, leave oh, us a review, you guys. Yes. And don't leave forget to review. subscribe. a Five-star one. Yeah. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Check out our merch. We mm-hmm. reintroduced. We relaunched. Yeah. What do you call that? Re-brought back. Took mm-hmm. out, of, out of storage. It's and like a McRib. We brought, yeah, limited time only. Uh, we brought back the, uh, the silhouette. Silhouette, yes, thank you. Silhouette doodle uh, sweatshirt. Yes. You guys love. So check that out. Right. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, try giving my podcast, Miraculous Mamas, a listen. Miraculous Mamas is a safe and inclusive place for you to find a huge amount of educational and relatable information about childbirth and parenting with absolutely everything in between. Each week we discuss important topics, share great resources, hear from experts, and listen to birth stories all in an effort to bring you reassuring and informative experiences so that you know that you are not alone. That's all on Miraculous Mamas podcast. Look for the podcast link in the show notes or simply search for Miraculous Mamas on your podcast app. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.